to Life Lessons. We're Jen and Sherry. I'm Jen Stevens, a retired teacher of 28 years and the author of the New York Times bestseller, Fast Feast Repeat. And I'm Sherry Bullock. I've worked in healthcare for over 26 years, and I've been an active volunteer for many organizations. We're both wives and moms, and let's face it, we're the glue that holds it all together in our homes. In our careers, we have always been problem solvers who help others. And that's what we'll be doing here, answering questions you didn't know you had, one smart solution at a time. We're always looking for ways to make our lives easier, help us be more productive, or improve our health and wellness. So let's live our best lives one day at a time, and let's have some fun along the way. everybody. We are so glad you're here today. Welcome to this week's episode of the Life Lessons Podcast. How are you doing today, Sherry? I'm great. That's good. Anything new going on with you? Well, I think last time we talked, you and I were both having a back injury. My back is better. Thank goodness. (laughs) Mine is too. Thank goodness. Because last week I went to Colorado, which I've not been to Colorado since 2014. Saw my son. I went with a work friend and we went and saw a concert at Red Rocks. It was snowing. It was a mess, but we had a great time and my son was a great host. Oh, and I learned a life lesson. (laughs) What's your life lesson? Is it about your luggage? Yes. (laughs) Only Sherry, right? But (laughs) listen, I have flown so many times and I always check my bag because what do I do all the time, Jen? Lose stuff. Right? You would lose your bag. And I'm a nervous traveler. So like until I get on the plane, I'm a nervous wreck. So I'm always afraid I'm going to miss my flight. Anyway, so I just don't want to be saddled with a bag and having to keep track of it. And how many times do I go to the bathroom? I've taken the bathroom with me, whatever. I always check my bag. Ditto. Yep. She's like, oh, don't check your bag. It won't get there. And I said, what are you talking about? I always check a bag. That's why I fly Southwest. You get two free bags. And it always gets there. And it always gets there. And we land in Colorado and we're standing at the baggage carousel and up comes her bag and we wait and we wait and pretty soon it stops spinning and my bag does not come out. And I went to the Southwest baggage people and I'm like, hey, so my bag is not here. And they said, oh, well, that's because it's still in Birmingham. Oh my gosh. It'll come in at three. Well, three became like six, and they told me they'd have it to me by the end of the night, which became the next day. So but you every single person that I talked to at the desk of the hotel and everything, every person, you know, this is why you shouldn't check your bag. Thank you so much for that. <laughs> I don't care. I'm still checking my bag every time because I don't want to have to fool with carrying that thing around with no, me. And with my back, I couldn't. So as it was, I had to have Taylor be my luggage handler. <laughs> funny. Yeah, what I love about Delta is that when you fly Delta, they tell you when your bag is on the plane. Well, you somebody get like a else little... told me, I think American does the same thing. You can track your bag. Yeah. So, which I didn't know, but anyway. Well, Delta does that. I love Delta. I will always fly them if I can. Just Well, it was funny because Taylor overpacked her bag. And for a girl who has never checked a bag, she overfilled it and she had to put some of her stuff in my bag. Oh, huh. And so she was missing some of her stuff too. And I would be like, oh, wait, I have that that you can borrow. And then I was like, oh, no, I don't. I don't have no. my bag. <laughs> but we had a great time. It was great to get away. Well, that's and... the sheriest story I've ever heard. Uh, yeah. Well, Taylor, we, she's like, why does this not surprise me? That was yeah. the first thing she said. <laughs> 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 Apparently, I'm predictable. That's so funny. (laughs) It all worked out. Now we have a great story to tell about the time we went to Denver. There you go. Today, we have a customer service shout out from Shannon McNeese. Shannon is a member of the Life Lessons VIP community. Hi, Shannon. She said, I wish this was my own customer service story, but it is too good not to share. My friend was driving in the pouring rain and saw that one of her windshield wipers was coming apart. She pulled into an auto zone and told the guy at the counter what was happening. He not only found the correct windshield wiper, but he installed it for her in the pouring rain. So thank you, AutoZone. That's awesome. Very good. I wouldn't even know what to do. Like I wouldn't even think to go to an auto zone, but now I guess I will. I can tell you what not to do. <laughs> I 
what, what not to do. Well, my tell me. husband did not take my advice and pull into an auto zone and drove with the metal and no rubber. Did it scratch it, the window? No, it scratched the heck out of his window. Don't oh. ever do that. So yes, do pull over, find an auto zone or some other car place and get yourself a new windshield wiper. That is a very good <laughs> tip because I would not have known. <laughs> yes. Also, never use a magic eraser on your car. That's my... <laughs> Thank that you one was that free. Story. <laughs> Chad did that one time in yes. my car and luckily they were able to buff whatever it was out, but never do that. <laughs> <laughs> so listeners, we need your stories. Send your good news story to connect at lifelessonscommunity.com. We want to hear about companies that have given you exceptional customer service. Give a shout out to a special someone in your life. Tell us an amazing story or share anything that might be inspirational to fellow listeners. We look forward to hearing from you and sharing your good news in an upcoming episode. So before we get to the life lesson of the week, I want to take a minute to tell you about some of the companies that make it possible for us to bring you the podcast. And once again, I want to talk about all the amazing companies that are featured at jenstevens.com slash cleanish. You know, it's the time of the year. we got a new year coming around the corner and we start to make our New Year's resolutions, I would like to encourage everybody, let this be 2023, the year that you go clean-ish. Focus on the ish because we can't do everything. We can't change everything at once. And it might seem daunting, but it really is not. It's not hard. You know, I've just made the changes that I needed to make with my cleaning products, with my skincare with my shampoo. Once you make those changes, you've made them. You don't have to make them again. When it comes to eating mainly clean, I rely on meals from Green Chef. I love Daily Harvest. I love my clean wines from Dry Farm Wines. And you can find out about all of these companies at jenstevens.com slash cleanish. You can also decide this is the year if you haven't read it yet, you're going to go ahead and read the book Cleanish. Or if you have it, pick it back up again, work your way through it. There are links with special offers to all of my favorite clean companies like Green Chef, Daily Harvest, Dry Farm Wines, Beauty Counter, and Branch Basics, all right there at jenstevens.com slash cleanish. Is there anything left that you need to clean up a little bit, Sherry, in your life? I don't I know think you cleaned so. up your pans. Yes, I cleaned up my you pans. You love those caraway pans. Yeah, yes, they sponsor intermittent so fasting stories. I love mm-hmm. them too. I don't have a link on jenstevens.com slash cleanish because they're a sponsor for intermittent fasting stories, but they're such good pans. Well, do you know what I like about Branch Basics? What? You can use them on really anything. Yep. I use it on my cars like yeah. to get bug goo off of like my cars and stuff that – other cleaners just don't work as well. Well, that you really can use it on anything, and you know it's not going to damage it. That's the part right. I love. Like the fact that you can use it as your laundry detergent means that you know it's going to work on your sofa, right. on your rug. rug. It gets out mm-hmm. the cat vomit, which, you know, is always fun. Yes. <laughs> My husband was a hard sell. It was easier for him just to toss a pot in than to measure out like whatever that two tablespoons of liquid is. Yeah. <laughs> but I have got him on board. He does it now. Oh, good. No more pods. So well, that's really good. Yeah. Yes. It's hard to convince Chad of things as well because he gets <laughs> in his rut of what he likes. So I'm like, all right, that's yours. You do that. I'm going to use my branch basics, whatever. <laughs> I think it took uh, me complaining about the smell enough times that he was oh, like, see, I'm that tired would be of my a wife hard complaining no. about my the way I smell. So yeah, I would not. Chad has been using, at least he's been using a fragrance free. But he has his own. I mean, seriously, he has his own. I have my branch basics. We don't commingle <laughs> our clothes. Because <laughs> he's a weirdo, but oh well. Well. <laughs> and now it's time for our life lesson of the week. This week, we're going to learn about biofield tuning with Eileen Day McCusick. She's a pioneering researcher, writer, inventor, practitioner, educator, and speaker in the fields of therapeutic sound, the human biofield, and electric health. She is the originator of Biofield Tuning Method, a groundbreaking therapeutic method that uses sound to relax and reset the nervous system. She's also author of the award-winning best-selling book, Tuning the Human Biofield, Healing with Vibrational Sound Therapy. Welcome, Eileen. Thank you for joining us today. Hi. Thanks, Sherry. Glad to be here. Well, this is going to be so interesting. I can't wait to hear about it. But before we get into the topic, what is your overall lesson that you would like to share with listeners today? Just briefly. 
Well, that healing doesn't have to be so hard, that we can really heal from a lot of physical things, emotional, mental challenges, trauma. Using this new model, it's not even really new because it's been understood that we have an electrical system for a long time, but most of us didn't learn about it. What I've come to see is that all the traumas and difficulties and struggles we've had in our life are all really wired into us and create tension in the body. And it's that tension that causes us to struggle and that the more that we can learn to react, to systematically react, let go of subconscious tension, the healthier we can become on every level. Well, I love that. Healing doesn't have to be so hard. That's profound right there. Tell us a little bit about your background. My background, I have been studying health and human potential, sort of science and spirituality, well-being, since I was 18 years old. So since 1987, been 35, 36 years, really immersed in the quest to understand how to be a free and healthy human. And certainly started off my journey not free, not healthy on any level, and learned a lot of things along the way, became a sound therapist, learned, was self-taught with tuning forks, and created a method called biofield tuning. I've also invented a bunch of different tuning forks that for self-use and certainly for using on others that have helped. And I'm also the co-creator of a program called Sing the Body Electric with Isaac and Torl Corin that helps to liberate your voice. And so it's something that many of us are all jammed up around is our ability to speak our truth, our ability to sing with enjoyment, our ability to really express ourselves and creatively create our life with our voice. So I've had a hand in creating a number of different methods and tools for liberation, liberation of the mind, liberation of the body, liberation of the voice. And certainly they have all helped me as well. So what is biofield tuning? If you can just kind of simplify it. Sure. Biofield tuning is a sound therapy method that uses weighted tuning forks on the body and unweighted tuning forks around the body to help relieve tension, basically, to help the body to become self-aware of where it's holding tension. The tuning forks, especially around the body, act like a mirror. So it's a very simple process where you just activate a tuning fork. We're working with the fact that the body has an electrical system. Mm -hmm. It has an electric current running through it, and it has a magnetic field around it. And anything that's going on in the electric current in the body is also going on in the magnetic field and vice versa. It's like an exploded view kind of. Mm -hmm. And so we can find areas of tension and inflammation within the body by finding them in the field. That is fascinating and not at all surprising to think about, you know, people may think, well, this sounds like woo-woo. No, it's science. This is, I mean, we literally do have an electrical field. We've all heard of EKGs and we we know, we know about that in the body and and the medical tests that that can be done. But yeah, the the idea that that we can measure our field When I was looking at your website, I had this flashback. I have seen this done somehow, somewhere, but like for the life of me, I can't remember where. Do you actually, like what I remember seeing, they actually would put like the end of this on the body and wait, listen for a pitch change. Is that how you do it? Or is that something different that I'm remembering? I mean, you can put a weighted tuning fork on the body, right? This one Mm -hmm. has a little amplifier boot on it. Uh Okay, I see that. That's the one you invented. Yeah, this is one I invented that it screws on. It's called the circuit boot. So it's got a little inset screw. The fork itself doesn't have anything on it, right? It's just Uh that. And then this screws on. So... When I put this on somebody's body, it's almost like a stethoscope because it's not just an input of vibration. It's a conversation with the body. So if somebody has anxiety and I put this on their chest, I can feel that anxiety. Wow. In fact, I can really tell a lot about people's health and well-being simply by sending sound into the body. But what's neat is that it isn't just diagnostic in that, oh, I can feel how energy is moving through these areas. It provides a mirror for the body 
because it, it's like a metronome. It's a constant rhythm. Wow. The body becomes self-aware that it might be off rhythm. You know, we're designed to be in harmony. And so when the body is given feedback and steady rhythm, it will actually adjust itself, it'll sort of auto-tune and it will relax. And same with if there's pain, you can feel where there's pain and then you just keep on giving it a steady vibration and it helps it to relax and to release. Through so the audible cool. feedback, is that how it works? Or no, you through can't the really physical? This, right? Okay. Not, yeah, I can't you, hear it. Yeah. No, but you feel it with your fingertips. The vibration. Okay. You feel the vibration and you feel the person who's being vibrated feels it. Mm-hmm. And then the person who's applying it feels it. So you can do this on yourself or you can do it on other people. You can find places where there's knots, like in shoulders mm-hmm. or the back, the neck is sore, and you just run the sound through. A study was done by Harvard and they discovered that mechanically stimulated tissue heals 2.5 times faster than non-stimulated tissue. So if somebody has soft tissue damage, any kind of injury, or even if you're just really sore from a workout, if you use this on your body, and you because you can also slide the handle on your body or slide the boot, and it actually, I lost weight using this tool, I went from a size medium to a size extra small, kind of unexpectedly Wow! by rubbing this on my body. I'm an outlier, but plenty of other people have lost weight. It also helps to tone muscle and skin. So people become more toned and it tones digestion. Interestingly, people have weak digestion. It's missing tone, right? It's missing rhythm. And so by putting tone and rhythm into all of your digestive organs, it can stimulate their function. And a lot of people have gotten rid of food allergies and food sensitivities wow. by using this on their body. So it's got a lot of different uses that are handy. So can people buy those from you and use them and, and like you teach them how to do it? Yeah. Yeah. We have them on our website. That's biofieldtuningstore.com. And uh, you can get the sonic slider. You can get different accessories that go on it. And when you buy it, you get access to instructional videos where I show you how to use it on your whole body. And if you use it every day, like you really do notice a difference. People do look younger, more relaxed, more rejuvenated. When I first invented it and I started using it just on my face, only after just a few weeks, I was in Zoom meetings and people were looking at me and they were like, (laughs) what did you do to your face? (laughs) I don't think people realize how much tension we carry in our face though. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever like just sat there and said, I'm going to relax every muscle in my face? It's hard to do. I had a yoga workout that I would do. And at the end, you laid on the floor and you started like at your toes and you had to relax like every single muscle. And then you got up to like your face and they would tell you, you know, relax your brow bone, relax your cheeks. And you're laying there and you're like, this is silly, but it is hard to really consciously relax those muscles on your own. Absolutely. And when we have stress, have you ever come home after a really stressful day and looked in the mirror and you're like, oh, I aged <laughs> 10 years today. Yeah, yes. you really see it on your face, right? So with this, what you can do is kind of just like ironing out your face. Wow. You just, you just kind of, you know, you just iron and especially the brow and like you can get in and like an iron between your brow and it takes all of that away. And because, right, your face is going to reflect how you feel. But if you've just ironed your face and you're all like, then you feel that way. So it's not really just about vanity, right? It's about, it definitely affects how we feel. We have all these meridian endpoints on our face. right? Mm -hmm. So like you said, it can be really hard to relax your face internally, but whether you just use the handle or whether you use one of the boots, it definitely like brings your awareness into your ability to relax. So even aging in all its aspects is really just tension related. That's so interesting. And it brings me back to, you're right about the tension. Like I have this shoulder and it's kind of out of whack right now, but it, this is where I carry my tension is on this side. So now I'm like wishing I had a tuning fork. (laughs) I'd be rubbing it on my shoulder. Mine is my left shoulder blade. I can tell when I'm stressed instantly. My left shoulder blade says, hello. (laughs) So this has been part of my work because I worked as a one-on-one practitioner with many clients for many years. And I discovered a particular pattern, like everybody who came in who had right shoulder stuff, okay, yeah. had a tendency to say yes when they meant no, <laughs> oh, 
Yes. <laughs> yeah, like a caretaker, a caregiver, an accommodator, you know, just really making it all about everybody else to the point where you're not taking care of you sufficiently. And so you go out of balance in your electrical system in that way, your mind, your feelings, your responses, you feel guilty if you don't, you want to be loved, you want to be like, there's a lot of different reasons why we do this. Certainly cultural programming for women being one of them, but even men do this too. And so what happens is because you're imbalanced in your activity, you're elect, you have more electrical current running over there. You have more magnetic field. More of you is in this state of mind of saying yes when we, you mean no, right? And so yeah. that throws your whole field out of whack, your whole electrical system out of whack. Pain is too much current going through the wires. So in biofield tuning, what we do is we come in with an unweighted fork which is like a vibrating, it's like a magnet really. And we do an adjustment on the magnetic field. So you can feel that the, right. it feels more dense. It feels more vibrating. You can stick a fork in it, like click, drag and drop is what I call it. And actually shift the magnetic field. So another kind of basic science thing is that magnetic fields guide and inform electric current. So when you shift the magnetic field, the way the electricity is flowing will relax down out of that inflammation. Now, I can do that adjustment on you. But if you go home and then immediately say yes when you mean no, What's going to happen? It's going to get out of whack again. It's going to get out of whack again. So a big part of what we do in biofield tuning is train you to keep your mind more in balance, to keep yourself more in integrity and more kind of on the straight and narrow with yourself so that you're not putting yourself out of balance, out of old habits. It's, you know, outdated things. Maybe, maybe you're done with that and you just kind of need to acknowledge when you need to say no understand that you're going to feel guilty, but you get over that part. <laughs> like, right. If you're in the habit of saying yes, when you start saying no, people will guilt you and you will feel guilty. But seriously, you will get over that. And your own health and well-being, you know, is really what's the stake here and what you're modeling to kids or the people around you. Are you going to be a martyr or are you going to you know, be more honest and balanced. So it's interesting that you said most women had right shoulder pain because I think most women do tend to be the caretakers, the people pleasers. And the we say yes. Say yes when we want yeah, to say no. That. Yeah. That's yes. right. It's hard. It yes. can be hard to say no. Mm -hmm. It really can. Say I noticed no when you were doing the little tuning field, you went from the outside to the center. And I'm assuming that is purposeful. Is it have to do with centering the energy? Yeah. So let me just show you something. So what I have in my hand is a torus. And basically a torus is like what a donut is shaped like or a bagel are right. shaped like only, you know, imagine it's a really fat donut. So it's a sphere with a central channel down the middle. And that is how your body's electrical system is designed. So the middle part is your body and the electricity flowing through that. And then the outer part- It goes part out in all directions goes out in from all you. Directions. Yeah, and, but it's bubble. It's bounded, yeah. right? So that's your body's electrical system, the current and the field. For anybody mm -hmm. listening, picture like a beater for a mixer. That's kind of what it looked like that she yeah. was showing us. Has the center core and the, the wires came out yeah. And, and they joined at the top and the bottom. Other. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So that's your electrical system. So what we're doing is we're finding energy that's been trapped or frozen anywhere in the body, really, and helping to bring it to that midline, to the central nervous system, to the spinal column, to the really to the midline of the body, which then puts it back into flow. Basically, the magnetic field, what I've discovered is that that's where our memories are stored. Now, mm -hmm. we've been told that our memories are in our brain, but we don't really see the brain is mostly fat and we don't see a lot of information being stored in fat anywhere in nature. But we do see information being stored in standing waves. And that's what we find in the body's magnetic field our standing waves with basically, now think about this, like everything in our life that we see or smell or touch or taste or feel or hear, anything that we experience is happening as an electrical impulse in the body. 
So it makes sense that our memories are stored in our electrical system. And that's what we're finding. It sounds like, what? How could that be true? But literally, like, think about this. Right now, we are talking to each other in different places. I can see you and you can see me. And, like, energy is going between places just instantly. So it's not a surprise to think about our bodies having that electrical energy. You know, we want it to be like, like, I'm handing you a note and you're touching the note. But that's not really how it works. It's... I don't know if I'm explaining myself well. Well, no, you're you're good. Basically, like everything that we're experiencing becomes in our memory banks. It's all vibrational patterning. In any given moment, you're like a needle on an EKG. And it's like kind of creating a readout of everything that you're feeling, that you're experiencing. So it's all of that record stays with us. It's our memories, right? But it's also- And we feel the emotion and the energy of those memories as well. Yes, exactly. Because they're all waveforms. But we put words on everything. But when you're feeling strongly, what is that? That's waves moving through you. And you can be like, oh, I feel angry or whatever. But it's all vibrational. It's This all- is why anxiety, anger, you know, mm-hmm. panic. That's why your heart rate elevates. Because your heart, that's all electrical energy. That's right. I mean, right. that's the powerhouse of your body right there. So, yeah. So when you feel a particular emotion, the waves that are associated with that emotion wash through you and they affect the way your heart is beating. They affect the way that you're breathing. Right. Right. So Biofield tuning is a way of like going into the history of all the waves you've ever generated that are surrounding you. That's fascinating. That are literally like in this space that's like hidden in plain view. And yet we all sets each other's vibes. We do. And that's the part that's so fascinating. We can't see it. We can see someone's expression, the expression on their face. But, you know, you can just feel someone's negative energy when they walk in the room and they have it even without even looking up. Like if if you've ever been sitting somewhere and you get like the little tickle on the back of your neck and you look over and there's somebody coming in with bad energy, you felt it. That's right. Before you saw it, you felt that we literally exude the energy. My husband exudes a lot of energy. It's not yeah. always good energy, is it, Sherry? Yeah, <laughs> I have to tell you a funny story about that. I said to my husband once, I was like, stop being a jerk. And he's like, I'm not saying anything. I was like, you're giving off jerky vibes. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. I worked with a man. I don't know what it was. His inner, I did not like his energy. Mm-hmm. And if he got on an elevator I was on, I would get off. I don't care if I had to take the <laughs> stairs. I would not get on an elevator if he was on it. This man has never done anything to me. His energy just gave me bad juju. You felt I don't even energy. know how yep. to explain it. And we maybe all know he's that. not a bad person, but like our energy fields were not meant to like share space. Right. And all of us have the ability to know that, right? That's just built into being human is that we sense each other's vibes. Everything in the body is in motion. Everything in motion makes waves. Waves propagate away from us through this medium that we're in. So we feel we we're mostly water. So we feel those incoming vibes and we know what vibes feel like because we have our own vibes. Excellent way of putting it. We're, We're mostly water. I was an elementary teacher for a lot of years and I taught science lab and we we experimented with tuning forks, right? And I remember the children, you'd give the tuning fork look like like a big Y, is like a curve, a U on the end of a stick for anybody who hasn't seen a tuning fork lately and they're metal and you would hit them on the edge of the table and they would start to vibrate or whatever. And we would experiment with them in water. And you put that tuning fork up to water and then you can just see those waves going through. So I can just imagine that going through your body. And interestingly, when you were talking about how to use it on your own body, I thought of what happens when you give a child a tuning fork. The first thing they do is make it vibrate and then put it, put on, it their on their head. Yeah. They put it on their head. That would uh-huh. literally, they, they go. Mm. <laughs> so when I was watching you do it, I was remembering all those children who I guess instinctively knew to put that sound on their body. Now I feel like I need to put some on my shoulder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you can heal like trauma, like mental trauma, but what about physical trauma? Well, first of all, let's not say that. Let's clarify the statement about mental trauma, okay? Because on a certain level, we're indelibly impressed by life. Like no matter what, if you went through hell in childhood, nobody can take that away from you. Right. Right? So 
What we can do is we can go into the record of it in your body's electrical system, find those imprints and the tension that they're holding and support that tension in relaxing, in releasing. Because any kind of trauma we have, even mental or emotional trauma, what do we do but tense up? Yeah, right. And so every single time you've ever tensed up is recorded in your body and recorded in your field. And if you've spent a lot of your life, especially formative years, in tension, it's layered and layered and layered and layered, right? It's complex. And all of those different tensions might give rise to perseveration in thinking or OCD or of some kind of way or self-harm or addiction, you know, because all of these things that we're doing are we're trying to relax, right? Right. Alcohol, I'm trying to relax. Weed, I'm trying to relax. Cigarettes, I'm trying to relax. Drugs, I'm trying to relax, right? Overwork, I'm trying to relax my emotions by keeping my mental body engaged or my physical body, right? So whatever it is we're addicted to, we're actually trying to relax, but it's not working. And so this is a way to actually go into those very specific memories, reflect them back to the body and support the body in actually releasing that tension. So as the tension releases, the body starts to normalize in its functioning. Things become smoother, right? I mean, ideally, full, complete healing is really entering into a flow state Mm -hmm. of kind of contentedness in the moment, you know, presence and awareness and relaxed and not freaking out or having ants in your pants or waiting for your fix or any of the things that can make us dysregulated or uncomfortable that are a consequence of those trauma responses. So physical pain very often is emotional pain that we're not letting ourselves feel. Obviously not in every case because we can have misalignments, you know, we can have rotator cuff tears, we can definitely have, but we tend to get injuries in places where our field, our mind is out of balance. That makes sense because we're tense there, so we're more likely to injure it. Injure it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You're tense there, so you're more likely to I injure. threw my back out a couple of weeks ago, but Chad and I were having a big fight. <laughs> what, what, what had happened? So there was a lot of negative tension and energy, and I got up out of my chair and my back went, yep. so I was storing, I guess, storing it in my lower back somehow. Well, and lower back in the biofield anatomy, this is my little biofield anatomy map, although people can't see me. So I will tell you that that area, the lower back has to do with issues related to intimacy and cash flow. And like, wow. Right. So especially if you were fighting about money (laughs) in your (laughs) relationship, (laughs) that can really do it. But it has to do with like receiving intimacy and receiving support and, you know, just being So really physical pain and mental and emotional pain, they're all kind of the same thing. And that if we're not allowing ourselves to really feel our emotions, then it's going to show up as physical pain. I'm curious. So you talk about in women, you really notice they carry a lot of their pain in their right shoulder. In men, where do you see men carry their pain? Uh, A lot of men have low back pain. Mm -hmm. A lot of men have old unresolved issues with relationships and certainly issues around money, around Uh self-worth. So I definitely tend to see it there. Depending on the type of person, they might have right hip issues, which have a, that's a tendency to have busy mind, busy body. Like I got to do this and I got to do that. And I got to pay for my kids to go to college, (laughs) you know? So it's like driven, driven. Yeah. 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 Often guilt driven, right. So the sort Mm -hmm. of similar to the right shoulder, right? Uh-huh. The right shoulder is very much saying yes when you mean no, whereas the left hip is just like, I'm staying busy, or the right hip. And that often is tied into issues in the left shoulder where that's where we hold sadness. So a lot of people engage in staying busy in order to avoid feeling sad. Wow. wow, That is fascinating. I so mean, your book is called Tuning the Human Biofield, Healing with a Vibrational Sound Therapy. And does it teach people how to do it? I know you said you have instructional videos on your website, biofieldtuningstore.com. But I know, like, I'm like, want to dig in. I want to do no more. I want to fix my shoulder. I want to put this on <laughs> Chad. <I> wanna... <laughs> so yeah. yeah, it does. Some of the complaints about the book is that it doesn't have a ton of information on how to use it. But there's a number of things going on. 
One, the technique of biofield tuning itself is actually very, very simple. It's okay. not a complex process at all. It's really just a practice of combing through the field to the midline, stopping any place you feel resistance, kind of waiting for the sound to work through it like sound does. Once that resistance releases, you just move on to the next spot of resistance till you get to the midline. You kind of drop everything into the midline that what you've combed through the energy that was stuck. And then you move the tuning fork away from the body, from the midline, like out front, right? So it's really simple. So that's really it. You know, people say to me, well, what forks do you use and what do you do to treat this or to treat that or to treat the other? And I'm just like, you know, draw in from the side of the middle and then you pull away from the body. Like, <laughs> it really couldn't be more simple. Right. And you um, feel like it when, you, when you're doing things, it. Though. Yeah. yeah, you really, really feel it. But here's the thing. In order for what we're doing to make sense, I had to rewrite our entire cosmological story. So a lot of what is in the book is reframing life itself to include two additional states of matter and two additional forces of nature beyond what we're taught about in school. So we learn about solid, liquid, and gas. Right. We don't learn about plasma and ether. Well, plasma and ether are necessary for understanding your body's electrical system and also how we do this at a distance. All right. So let me see if I can tell you the answer to this. Plasma is like lightning, right? That's the electrical charge of the earth, right? Yeah. And plasma is the flow of electric current. So Mm -hmm. lightning or when your cat gives you a spark, but also like the sun, the solar wind, right? our entire environment really is electrical. We're in a plasma, right? Our atmosphere is electric. We breathe a plasma. Okay. Then the ether, how would you describe what, like, what is that? We all have heard heard of the ether. I just think of it as like everything around you, but I don't know. Yeah. I would say it's the first state of matter. It's the most fine. It is the medium that light waves travel through. You know, we've been told that light doesn't need need a medium to travel through, which is nonsense. That's like saying waves in the ocean don't need the ocean, right? right? I mean, we're told a lot of stuff that simply isn't true. Like I think I've been told that light doesn't go through a vacuum, right? Yeah. that light. Do- no, that light will travel through a vacuum, that it doesn't need a medium. It can travel through nothing. Okay. Right. So this idea that there used to be an understanding that the ether was the fundamental stuff of light. It's also called the clear light. It is the, the finest stuff that everything is made of. Wow. And through torsion, through the sort of spiraling motion, it polarizes into positive and negative charges. And then the spin turns it into plasma. It condenses it to make it electric. Right. So plasma is free ions, free electrons. When those start to pair up, they form gases and then liquids and solids. So everything, even what our bodies are ether that has precipitated from the finest potential. It's sort of woven itself into matter, but basically everything is light. Everything is light. Like matter is an artifact of human perception. Right. It slows this vibration down so that it appears solid. But we know, right, that nothing is solid, that there's huge amounts of space there, that we're basically waves in space. So the ether is the implicate that it becomes explicate, right? It's what everything is that comes out of seemingly nothing. It's, yeah. it's the essence of life itself, right? So this is important to understand. How do you do a distance session? Well, there is no separation. Everything is ether. Everything is one. It's all one light. It's all one water, right? Yeah. Right. And and water contains information. Ether contains information. Mm-hmm. And basically, everything that ever is, was, or will ever be is in ether. Some people call it the Akasha or the Akashic record. You know, people mm-hmm. who read the Akashic record. You know, being psychic, like all of this information is inside of us, right? Because you're full of water that you're borrowing. It's not your water. You don't have the same water from the moment you're born to the moment. That's true. Right. You're constantly exchanging the one water and water contains all the information of everything that's ever happened. Wow. An interesting thought, right? So you work with people virtually distance if they want you to, how would they find you if they wanted to try that? 
Well, biofieldtuning.com has a contact page. Okay. So people can reach out to me. I have a very limited amount of spots because I do a bunch of other things too. But we also have all kinds of, we have practitioners, hundreds of practitioners all over the world. We have a clinic here in Burlington. Actually, my son works at it. My 21-year-old son is a certified biofield tuning practitioner. I started teaching him when he was six before oh, wow. I trained any wow. of my students because I used to have really bad mid-back pain. And I tried to get him to work on it for me because my husband was not the kind of guy to pick up my tuning fork. So that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Chad would be like, what? No, what, what are you doing? Uh-uh. <laughs> Although he's a chemist. So you think he would understand the whole idea of, you know, everything being energetically you Particles. so you said like <laughs> as you have the t- tuning fork and you're like waving it across your and you when you feel it stick does it take practice to feel that no in fact I had a funny thing happen a few days ago where I got a tooth pulled last week and in the wake of it I was feeling a little sore and I was walking into my office thinking I need to find somebody to do a quick adjustment on me and I walk in and one of my customer service gals is walking down the hall with a she's got a sty on her eye oh gosh <laughs> she's walking down the hall like this and I was like you are giving me an adjustment right now. And she's <laughs> never done it before, like never had the experience of it. And so she was using the weighted fork in the field because you don't need to hear them. You can feel it. So the weighted forks don't really make any sound. But if you move in slowly towards the body with a weighted fork vibrating, you will feel it vibrate differently. Wow. Fingers. And I wish that I'd been filming her when we saw the look on her face, when she felt that, you know, it was like a foot away, she caught the edge of the field of the pain field of what was going on in my mouth. And she was like, oh my God, I can totally feel it. (laughs) (laughs) You blew her mind. That's amazing. It's not as subtle as people think. Like Uh some people can be like so full of self-doubt and so rigid and that's so what I wonder up static that they might not but with the weighted forks pretty much everybody feels it you feel how it changes you feel the resistance and you feel how the resistance starts to let go and how the fork then can move in towards the body because it's not subtle especially if there's pain or something going yeah. on you know, or throbbing, like you can feel a throb. You feel like, oh my gosh, I can feel the throb in the vibration. It's really wild. So, you know, you don't have to be super sensitive and you certainly don't have to be psychic or anything like that. We're just relying on your senses, you know, ordinary senses. We're dealing with physics. The body's making waves. They're propagating off the body in standing waves. So there's certain zones where those standing waves are holding distortion and tension and you can feel them. And it's all science. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it is. It all makes complete sense based on what I know. And it sounds wacky, but animals navigate the earth with the compass in their brain, right? The Canada geese that know how to fly. And we are all just electrical energy. Yeah. You know, like I took my dog out last night. I was like 1130 at night and she was like very skittish about something. And I was like, what is her deal? And there's nothing out there and it's a fenced backyard. And I'm like, what is she doing? And then I heard like a bobcat from the woods up the street. She knew it was there. I mean, it's four blocks away. She knew the energy. She felt it. Animals do that. They do. So, Animals do that. And we can do that too. I mean, have you ever been in a situation where you're like, someplace and suddenly you feel like you should move yep. and, mm-hmm. and you do. And then you realize that it was a really good thing you moved. So you weren't conscious of that, but you were subconscious. Your human animal was conscious of that's it right. and led you, right? So that's kind of a key to health is becoming more attuned to our own animal self Love that, it. Is, that is more aware, you know, eating more wild foods, grounding, being in nature. Yep. Eliminating um, distraction. Yeah. Eliminating distractions, quieting our minds. Mm-hmm. And then we start to tune into that kind of more super conscious place. And that's definitely more of a place of health. Well, Eileen, this has been just fascinating. I feel like I've learned a lot today and I know our listeners yes. will feel the same way. Tell people again how they can find you and figure out how to tune up their own vibrational field, their bio field. We have a couple of websites, biofieldtuning.com and biofieldtuning store. 
Com. And both of my books are there. Tuning forks are there. Practitioners are there. Customer services there. So if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to them. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you, ladies. It's been a pleasure. Before we get to the listener-led lesson of the week, we want to take a minute to invite you to the Life Lessons VIP community on Circle. There, you can interact with Jen and me. It's a private online community where you can connect with us and other listeners Or you don't ever have to join us in the community if that's not your thing. But by subscribing to the community, it helps support the podcast, helps ensure that we can pay our bills, keep the lights on, and bring you future episodes of this podcast. So if you want to find out more, you can go to lifelessonscommunity.com slash VIP. There you can choose your monthly membership contribution. And you can change the amount at any month. You manage your own subscription within the platform. Both memberships are exactly the same. We just wanted to make sure that we hit everybody's price point and it was affordable for anybody to help support the podcast. So just choose the option that feels like the right value to you. Each month, I try to do a video chat with the members of the community where we get on and we just talk about various subjects and some of the last podcast episodes. And it's just a good time. It's a good time to just connect with other women and laugh and Get to know each other. Know each other. And if you're a guy out there and you want to pop in and say hi, we do not discriminate. There you go. It's nice to get a man's point of view. (laughs) (laughs) It's true, but it is a lot of fun. I love the video chat. I almost forgot about the last one. Yeah, you popped there. I was like, ah! And then I was going to the wrong place, but I found it. There I was. Yeah, we do have holidays coming up, so that might kind of interfere a little bit with that, but we will try to get those worked in. Awesome. Again, just go to lifelessonscommunity.com slash VIP. All right, so now it's time for our listener-led lesson. It could be a life hack, a book recommendation, a special recipe, a kitchen tip, or anything along those lines. Today's listener-led lesson is a book recommendation by Jackie Pearson. She recommends The Sweeney Sisters by Lynn Dolan. She said it's about sisters who are all so different. I'm sure you'll relate to one of them. A DNA test that rocks their world. Family situations with parents, spouses, and siblings like we've all had. And Jackie says, I was drawn to all the characters in one way or another. It's a great story and you won't be disappointed in the end. You'll just be wanting more of the sisters. I listened to the audiobook, but it's also available in digital and print. I also met the author, and she's as engaging and fun as her books. So that was The Sweeney Sisters by Leanne Dolan. I've never heard of that. Have you ever heard of that? Well, it's ringing a bell to me, and I almost wondered if it was a book that was recommended in our favorite books episode, but I can't I don't remember swear on that. I've never heard of it before. Okay. Someone must have recommended it to you. I know somebody, I'm not going to go into too many details. It's not someone who's related to me, but it's someone who's related to someone I know. The DNA and Ancestry.com realized Uh somebody wasn't who everybody thought they were. Well. (laughs) Isn't that interesting? Family secrets coming out. We're like, what? Yeah. I'm trying to get a girl that I know online. She did an Ancestry test a couple years ago and found out she had a brother. Wow. And they have now met and gotten to know each other over the last couple of years. And I've actually asked her and him if they would like to be on the podcast because I would love to hear their story and how that went and how they feel about that. And you have to be ready for some information you might not have expected you were going to get. Right. Yes. You know, I've got all, I did 23andMe years ago, way before anybody was talking about, you know, I don't want to get my DNA out there. So mine's already right. out there. It's too late. <laughs> you could also use a pseudonym can, yes. if you don't want to put your own out there. But it's interesting. I'm glad people aren't using pseudonyms because there's one person who's related to me, her middle name, South. So I know that's her maiden name, which my grandmother was a South. So she's the closest relative. I know she's related to me. And, you know, some things that my grandmother said about our family and who you're related to, there's that last name and I see it. So it's just, it's really interesting to see the connections. My husband is related to Marie Antoinette. That's interesting. Yeah. I just had the coolest weekend. It just so happened somebody was listening to intermittent fasting stories and heard me say that my maiden name was Calhoun. Uh-huh. And he happens to be me. His name's Eddie. Hello, Eddie. I don't think he listens to this podcast, but you never know. He just listened to intermittent <laughs> fasting stories. But Eddie 
his wife is a Calhoun. And they go to all the Colhoun, or Ka, no, I'm saying it wrong, Cahoon, C-O-L-Q-U-H-O-U-N. That's the way they used to spell it in Scotland. So there's like the head of the Cahoon family who lives in Scotland. He's like Sir Malcolm Cahoon and his wife, Lady Catherine Cahoon. But all the Calhouns are related to them. So he was coming to Charleston, Eddie was, to the Charleston Highland Games. And he's like, I know this is weird. I listen to your podcast. How would you like to come meet some members of the family? So I'm like, you know me. What do you think I said? I said, right. I'm in. So Chad was not that enthused about it. So I asked my sister, also a Calhoun, if she wanted to go. She's like, yes, I'm in. And then she's like, yeah, my husband's coming. He wants to come too. So I'm like, all right, well, Chad... Shay is coming. So <laughs> then he's like, well, okay. So <laughs> it was the four of us went. But it was so cool. We actually got to meet Sir Malcolm and Lady Catherine. They came over from Scotland. That is so fun. I mean, they are like like ancestors. I mean, but they're not ancestors. But their ancestors are my ancestors, basically. Right. They're like distant cousins. I mean, they're right. obviously not my ancestors because I'm not descended from them because they're alive. But you know what I mean? That's like, that's my roots. We share the roots. Lus, Scotland is where they live. So there's an event going on in the summer of 2024. The Cahoon family is going to have a big event July of 2024 in Lus, Scotland. And Lady Catherine was like, would you like to have a dance? (laughs) (laughs) So she's planning a formal dance. That is going to be so much (laughs) fun. When we're there and we're going to get to see the, you know, the ancestral home and all of that. Anyway, family is fascinating. It really is. And so the wife that's related to me, her mom was there and wants to do DNA on like my dad to see how we're all related. That would be fun. My dad's really into genealogy. It was really, really, really exciting. So it's Eddie's mother-in-law is who I was talking about there. But, you know, I met somebody who's a cousin and she's the Abbeville Calhouns, you know, the ones that were in Abbeville, South Carolina. So that was just really neat. We got to march in the Parade of the Tartans. That's so fun. It really was fun. I love family. Well, at the end of each show, we share a motivational quote from a listener. And today's quote comes from Laura in North Carolina. The quote is, fasting is the most forgotten cure. Exercise is the most underused antidepressant. Food is the most disregarded medicine. Sleep is the most neglected part of health. Meditation is the most overlooked way to healing. And community is the most ignored part of well-being. And yeah, I, love I love that. that. It too. really embodies a lot of what we, how we live. Well, it's true. We're fasting. <laughs> we move our bodies. We think of food as medicine. And sleeping community Im- is so yep, important. Sleeping well is important. I've just started meditating recently after right? coming back from Arizona. Yep. So yeah, and community has that. always been important to both of us. So thank you so much for sharing that, Laura. Well, listeners, thank you for joining us today. Don't forget to join us in the Life Lessons VIP community. Go to lifelessonscommunity.com slash VIP to be a VIP podcast supporter for either $4.99 or $9.99 a month. Your support ensures that we can keep bringing you episodes of the Life Lessons podcast each week. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We would also love for you to leave us a five-star review. That helps us reach others. Do you have a story to share for our good news segment, a listener-led lesson, or a motivational quote that means something to you? Or do you have an area of expertise that you would like to share as our featured guest for the week as we present our weekly life lesson? If so, please email us at connect at lifelessonscommunity.com and then listen each week to see if we share your story or tip. Until next week, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.